everyone. I'm Taylor from TaylorPingman.com, and I help mamas create empowered, joy-filled lives so they can show up for motherhood, their careers, and themselves with more confidence, happiness, and fulfillment. So I have a quick announcement to make before jumping into this week's episode. This is going to be the last episode of the podcast until the new year. I've decided to take December off to get clear on next steps for the podcast and for my coaching business, and of course, to enjoy the holidays with my family. But I will be uh, resurfacing past episodes, most likely the the meditation episodes, uh, because, well, it's been a crazy year. And uh, if you're like my family, we're not able to be together this year because of COVID. So I feel like we all could just use a little bit more support. So I hope that those meditations, uh, that they've been helpful as they've been coming out and continue to encourage you to find some time for yourself over the next month. All right, that's my update. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hi there. Thanks for listening in. We are a few weeks into our first virtual mamas group, uh, and I have loved getting to know this awesome group of mamas. Our time together has proven how important groups like this are, especially during weird times like these. So I am excited to announce that we'll be doing a second group starting up in the new year. Together, we'll meditate, journal, connect with each other, and reconnect with ourselves, all from the comfort of your bed, your couch, or the only vacant, quiet room or closet in your home. If you're interested in learning more about the group and connecting with a great community of like-minded mamas, you can be added to the waitlist by filling out an application on my website at taylorpingman.com and just click on the Mindful Mamas tab at the top. Thanks again for tuning in. Let's get back to this week's episode. A few weeks ago, I had uh, another long weekend training for my coaching program. And part of our homework was to watch this video called A Grateful Day by Brother David Stendelrast. I don't know if I said his name right. Um, to watch it every day until our next gathering together. So that's next week. So two weeks. Every, for two weeks, every day, we need to watch this video. And uh, I wanted to read a, a quick piece of it to you now. It's... it's um, I'm not sure if it's like a poem that he created or if it was uh, maybe like a speech that he had on uh, gratitude uh, and gratefulness, uh, but it's set to some really powerful images and video. It's kind of like a mood video, makes you feel things. So uh, I just want to read off a piece of it to you. And uh, it starts off saying, do you think this is just another day in your life? It's not just another day. It's the one day that is given to you today. It's a gift. It's the only gift that you have right now. And the only appropriate response is gratefulness. The whole video is only about five minutes. So I'll put a link up to it in the show notes for those that are interested in checking it out. It's absolutely impossible to be in a bad mood after watching it (laughs) or really anything but grateful. So yeah, if you can find five minutes, maybe give yourself a two-week challenge and watch it every day for five minutes. Um, And let me know what you think. But yeah, so I've been watching this video every morning for about two weeks. And of course, I naturally 
started getting curious about some of the other videos that he has on his YouTube channel. And today I stumbled on a TED talk he gave about, about gratefulness. And Blue was like particularly rambunctious, so I didn't get to hear like a whole lot of it. <laughs> but one part that really like came through clear and kind of perked my ears up. Um, at this one part, he talked about the importance of creating stop signs in your life wherever you can to help you stay tuned into all your life's blessings and to stay in a state of gratefulness. And he gave this really um, beautiful example of a trip he took to Africa where he didn't have electricity or clean running water. So when he got back home after that trip and turned on the lights or turned on the faucet, he found himself so grateful for those blessings, things that he before had just taken for granted. But over time, as he says, you know, we forget, we start to take it for granted. And so he started implementing a system of stop signs in his life to help him remember. And he put a sticky note up on the faucet that said water, exclamation point, <laughs> or next to the light switch, light, exclamation point. And it makes me think of a sticky note we have on our door and we've had it there for years. I think we actually brought it. I think it was originally on our apartment that we used to rent before we bought and we like gathered that sticky note and came and put it on our on our door here in our condo and it says remember when you wanted everything you have now stop signs I like that you know little pauses in my day to help me remember how truly blessed I am and to revisit being in a state of gratefulness as often as I can to revisit that over and over again you know sticky note can be a stop sign uh, an alarm on your phone could be a stop sign routines that you have like morning routines or evening routines or lunchtime routines those can be stop signs just something that gets your attention enough to shift your focus back to the present moment and in that state of gratefulness yesterday was Thanksgiving and it has always been my favorite holiday. <laughs> Growing up, we always, we had a huge Thanksgiving at my parents' house back in Wisconsin, and we'd easily have like 30 or 40 people there. I have a, I have a big family on both sides, really, um, my mom and my dad's side. And then, of course, there'd be friends that would be family friends and maybe didn't have family to celebrate with, and so they'd come over too. And I just, I always have such sweet memories of, of, that holiday at my parents' house, and usually, like, the Packers were playing football on TV, um, and at halftime, I'd, we'd convince our older cousins to play football with us outside, and somebody would usually get hurt and cry, someone else would usually get their shirt ripped while being tackled, and everyone would get grass stains and be sweaty as hell, but it was so fun, and in recent years, those gatherings started happening more like every other year or even less now that we're all getting older and we're getting married and we're having kids of our own. So our families are getting bigger. And so it's harder to get all of us together. And last year, we had another big celebration with family. Blue was almost like two months at the time. And it was our first flight with her. I don't remember much from that trip, to be honest, because we were so exhausted. She was still in her colicky phase. But... I remember um, 
having a Thanksgiving with everyone around and it was really really nice and you know saying that out loud actually makes me want to create a little stop sign right now so I don't just breeze past those memories without yeah without holding a pause of gratitude for those times with my family they were some of uh, my most fond memories growing up and I I don't know you know not everybody has a family like that to share holidays with and um yeah, it gets me, um, it just gets me thinking about everything that's been happening recently too with COVID, you know, people losing loved ones, people not being able to travel. And, um, you know, like us this year, we didn't, we didn't travel, um, because of COVID and it was a really, really difficult call to make. And yeah, so I guess all of that is just running through my mind. And so I'm, I'm mentally, I'm mentally taking, um, I'm mentally making a stop sign right now. Hmm. I just wanted to take a pause. So, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking like, okay, so with COVID, there's got to be a, you know, I know some people traveled, some people are still getting together in big groups, but we didn't. And I also had one of those moments where, um, as I'm reflecting back on this, um, when we were making the decision, you know, you don't really realize how important something is to you until you can't have it. You know, again, like you kind of take it grant, take it for granted. You take for granted. I take for granted the times where it was so easy to fly home to see my family, not worrying about contracting a deadly, deadly virus, not worrying about where everybody else has been and if they've been exposed and, um, yeah, just like taking that for granted, first of all, and then taking for granted just how um, lovely <laughs> those holidays were. You know, even if family drives you nuts to be able to be in a space where people who know you maybe better than most people in one room, um, it's pretty special. So, yeah, I guess I, I thought about those big Thanksgiving celebrations with my large family and wondering when gatherings like that would feel safe again you know when are we going to be able to get on a plane and have 40 people together again yeah I don't know and I thought about those family friends I mentioned who would come over when they didn't have family to celebrate with and I think about you know I thought about those people around the world who were probably feeling even more alone during this time and I thought about how special the holidays always felt growing up and how this time like still pulls out the little kid in me I like during this time there's like nothing I want to do more than just watch a bunch of Christmas movies and put on ridiculous Christmas socks and drink hot cocoa with marshmallows and you know decorate a tree and I thought about how special it feels to see blue playing with my family and how I'm I'm, you know we're gonna miss that this year that's not gonna happen and I thought about how difficult this year has been for so many people, myself included. And, uh, and then I started thinking about how lucky I am, you know, not that I, not right away. <laughs> I definitely left a moment of like, wow, how heavy has this year been? But you can't stay in that place. I don't mean to breeze past it. There's a lot of lessons to learn in the difficult place and the struggle. Um, but yeah, I guess I started shifting. Maybe it's, you know, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, you know, I just started shifting my thinking about to the things that I'm I'm lucky for. I mean, I'm so blessed to have in my life. 
I started making a list of all the things I'm grateful for. And halfway through, I came up with a better idea that I wanted to share with you today. I'm a, a huge fan of daily gratitude practices. I've been pretty consistent with my daily practice for a few months now. And I talked more about that on episode 17. I share my uh, daily gratitude practice that I do. Um, But especially during this time of the year with the holidays, I just felt like we could maybe take it up a notch. (laughs) This is a, so I guess this is a giant stop sign with a a red flashing light on top of it. And um, I'm going to call this the gratitude practice on steroids. So if you're feeling into it, why don't you grab a piece of paper and a pen and join me? Yeah, I'm convinced that it is impossible to stay in a negative state of mind after doing a gratitude practice. It just is, if you're doing it right. <laughs> so especially if um, you know, I, I'm finding you right now at a, at a particularly difficult moment and uh, you have some, some stuff you want to shed off and let go of, well... Get a pen and paper and jump on in, my friend. And so for this practice, I want you to write down five categories. So number one, a person. Not We're not going to fill this in yet. This is just the categories. So <laughs> number one, a person. Number two, a place. Number three, an object. Number four, a memory. And number five, an enemy. And then for each of these four things, you can put three bullet points underneath or just save some space in between to write underneath each of them. So let's dive in. So starting with number one, I want you to think of a person who fills you up with so much joy and love and makes your life better simply by being in it. And then I want you to write their name down. And then in the space below or in the bullet points, write three specific things you are grateful for about this person. And try not to let them be like one word. Really think about it. You know, what are three specific things that you are grateful for about this person? And then write those down. And you can either pause here before moving on um, just to go along with your pace. Um, But I'm going to keep going and explaining this. So if you're doing this this with me live, just pause it as you need more time in between all the prompts. So after you've done that, then I want you to go back and read over for a moment. Read them over. And... So after you've done all that, you've written down the three things, go back over and read it over for a moment. And after you read over everything you've written, take a deep breath. And imagining that like your words that you wrote down, they're just radiating love and they're just radiating light. And as you breathe in, you're just absorbing it all. You're bringing that in. And just letting that love and that warmth heal you from the inside any negative feelings you might be holding on to let it just slowly break away at that and so maybe take another inhale imagining that 
And then let that breath go. And then we'll move on to number two. And so number two, think about a place that brings you peace of mind. Maybe it's a place that's always felt like home or has some really special special memories there. Maybe it was a vacation spot that just meant a lot to you. And write that down. And after you have that place, write down three specific things you're grateful for about that place. Why does this place mean so much to you? And again, there's no rush here. Take your time. Really feel into this exercise. I think that's where the power of a gratitude practice lies and why I said if you do it right, right? So do it right. Take your time here. And try not to just write one-word answers. Really feel into this. Why does this place mean so much to you? Make sure there's some emotion connected to what you're writing. And again, you can pause here or I'm going to keep going with the prompts. So after you've written down those three things, read them over for a moment. And then take a deep breath in. Again, as if your words were radiating love and light and you're just absorbing all of that and taking it in and letting that loving warmth heal you from the inside scrubbing away at all the negativity or frustration or sadness, just any of the heavy stuff you're feeling right now. And on your exhale, letting it go. And then we'll move on to number three. So number three, think about an object that means a lot to you. Maybe it was a special gift from someone you love or a photograph of someone who's no longer with you. Or maybe it's your favorite coffee mug. So write down whatever it is. And then again, write down three specific things that you are grateful for about this thing. What does this object invoke in you? What, what is your favorite thing about it? And again, pausing here or... Continuing on with the prompts, after you've written that down with the three things, take a minute, read over it, and when you're ready, take a deep breath in, imagining your words are radiating love and light, and you're just breathing it in, absorbing it all, and letting it do its magic to create healing for you from the inside, scrubbing away at the things that aren't serving you right now. So imagine as it's scrubbing all that stuff, it's like leaving like dust, like ash. And on the exhale, you're blowing all that out. So it's not there anymore. It's out. You've let it go. And then number four. Number four, think about a special memory you have and write down whatever that is. And then write down three specific things you are grateful for about that memory. How does this memory make you feel? And why does this memory bring you so much joy? And again, pausing here if you need more time, or we'll move on to the prompts. So then after you've written down the three things, read over it for a moment and take a deep breath. 
taking a big inhale letting your words they're just radiating love and light just letting them do their magic as you absorb it in and it scrubs away again at the stuff that just isn't serving you let it go let it go on your exhale releasing it and so taking a moment here And just tuning into your heart and tuning into how you feel right now. And just feeling all of that loving energy just beaming inside of you. You can feel it. And then we'll move on to number five. And for number five, I want you to think of someone that really pushes your buttons. <laughs> I called them your enemy, but we're not picking the big person here. All right. We're picking somebody who mildly irritates you or irritated you in a moment. And um, it could be someone you personally know or not. For me, um, in this challenge, the thing that comes to mind for me, there was some guys that were fixing the front door of our condo, and they were so loud all day long, and they didn't do it right, so they had to come back the next day, and yeah, they're like, they're very, they're at the top of my list right now. It was just, it was a frustrating 48 hours, and so they were on my list, and the things that I, you know, thought about them in that moment were not very nice, so I'm going to put them on this list, because they, they pushed my buttons for sure. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we're going for here. Not the big person. And uh, then we're going to write down three things that you are grateful for about this person. Now, I know that this might be hard, especially if you don't know them personally. But, for example, those guys that were fixing the door. I am grateful that they fixed our door. And I am grateful, even though it took a long time, I am grateful that... It's that they took their time and it was done right. Okay. So it's like one, maybe two if you want to push it. Okay. But really, you might have to get creative here, but three things that you are grateful for about this person. And if you're really struggling, by the way, to think of three, move on to someone else. You might have chosen like too big of a, too big of a fish or too small of a fish. All right. So... Just pick someone who mildly pushes your buttons. And again, you can pause it here as you think through that and fill that out. Otherwise, we're going to move on. So after you've done that, you've found your person, you've written down the three things. Then I want you to go back and read over all five categories or the previous four. Actually, no, all five. I want you to read through the previous four and the fifth category. And then again, I want you to pause and take a deep breath in. Then absorbing all of that grateful juju <laughs> that you've reflected on and just imagining that light just filling you up. 
And because of the previous four exercises, we've done some cleaning, right? So we replaced the icky stuff, the, the static, the gunk that just wasn't serving us. That's gone. And we've replaced it with this light, this warmth, this love. And so again, taking a deep inhale. And on that exhale, I want you to imagine sending out all that good juju that you've been accumulating to that person that you wrote down in number five. And imagining all of that light and that loving energy filling them up. Scraping away at whatever negative thoughts or words you may have said or sent their way. And all that's left is this loving, bright energy. And so again, taking another inhale. An inhale as if it was just lighting up the energy inside of you, the light. On the exhale, again, sending it to this person. And as you send it to this person, imagining that it's creating this, this, this light string, like a stream of Christmas lights, connecting you to this person for a moment as you light them up. <laughs> and just sit here with that visual. As you take one more deep breath, you can let go of that cord, still holding on to that light in you. And then we'll mentally step away from that exercise. You know, sometimes with how crazy the world feels, right now and has this year it can feel sometimes like nothing we do could possibly make a difference I felt like that sometimes but I believe that even if all we do is fill up our own tanks and walk around that day feeling a little lighter I believe that starts to create a ripple effect around us and it matters especially as mamas it matters it matters. So thank you for listening to this week's episode. And hopefully you, you joined in on this gratitude practice on steroids <laughs> or you plan to soon. And if you like this episode, make sure you save it so you can revisit it another time. Maybe when you just need another heavy dose of gratitude or share it with a friend, share it with a friend who you think might appreciate it, appreciate an exercise like this, just a pause for them. And I hope you had a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. I look forward to connecting with you in the new year. And uh, have a wonderful holiday season. <laughs> we will be in touch soon.